Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, national NFL columnist uh, with Yahoo. He joins us here on the huge show across Michigan. Wow, four plays in. There it goes. I, I don't know if it's the end of the Rodgers story ever with the Jets, but that was crazy. I, I mean, it's. I couldn't come up with a really a single comparison to it. I mean, we talk about, like, if this is the end for Rodgers, and my gut says he's going to try to play again next year because he doesn't want to go out like that, and he wants to give New York something for what they gave up. But if that is the end of Aaron Rodgers' NFL career. It's the weirdest player to a new team scenario we've ever seen. Like, everybody brings up, like, oh, Mike Piazza playing nine games for the Marlins. This was... <laughs> a four-time NFL MVP, one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. And he might go 0-for-1 in four plays with the New York Jets, and that's it. Like, that might be the extent of Aaron Rodgers' Jets' career is a couple of preseason highlights, one incompletion in a regular season, and him getting hurt. Like, it's just bananas. I feel so bad for the Jets fans. I heard you talking on top. I I get where you're coming from with they're not dead yet, but Zach Wilson is going to be the worst quarterback in football. I guess maybe not because Arizona still exists, but... Zach Wilson's just not it. They, they cannot win with that guy. We saw it last year. Their defense was awesome last year. Garrett Wilson was awesome last year. It didn't matter. Brees Hall, Brees Hall was awesome last year. It didn't matter. They could not function on a normal level of offense because their quarterback was such a black hole. And I Maybe that changes. Maybe Zach has something that we haven't seen yet, including last night. But I just think this Jets team's dead. They're, they they might win nine games, but they're not going anywhere. They're not winning a Super Bowl. They're not making a playoff run I, unless they have some magic up their sleeve of quarterback. And it just stinks because Jets fans are always going to wonder, like you said, what if? What if Rodgers would have stayed healthy all season? Because I, just put a competent quarterback in there, and that team did look like a Super Bowl contender last night. I will say the second half, they look like a team that you know could – could win the AFC to me because their defense, I thought, you know, their timely plays, you know, Wilson's uh, athletic ability, just uh, the running game. I do like Salah and the coaching staff, and maybe that's because watching hard knocks, I made uh, that connection. Uh, But then the Bills didn't look like a team. Some are saying, well, their window is shutting. They don't look like a Super Bowl team. Joe Burrow, the Browns uh, look like they have the best defense in the AFC. I'm you know, people are saying Steelers are going to be the surprise team. They could win 12 games. I'm watching the Niners take it to them. Uh, Chargers-Dolphins was entertaining, but uh, no defense. Uh, you know, I'm looking at the AFC right now. Uh, even with Rodgers out with the torn Achilles now, Frank. And we got a dominant, two dominant teams, and Lions on the road at KC on this side over in the NFC. But the AFC, you and I, I talked a couple of times during the offseason was supposed to be the power conference. Who who showed you in the AOC like they could just be a wrecking ball all year long? Oh, for sure. I mean, week wasn't, one was not good for the AFC, no. but I'm not giving up after one week. It's it's The Bengals are going to be fine, and the Bills are going to be fine. They're a really, really good football team. And the Dolphins, I mean, my goodness, two is good. Wow, <laughs> we, yeah. We kind of need, need to stop making, like, qualifiers for Tua being good. I, I, I really dislike the conversation with Tua of it's always, oh, well, he has Tyreek Hill. Oh, well, the coaching staff's really good. Well, so what? He's one of the top five or so quarterbacks in the game. He consistently proves that when he's healthy. So I think that these teams we thought would be good will still be good. It was just a bad week one for them. I don't remember two years ago, 
the Packers, I believe, lost 38-3 to to the Saints in Week 1. They ended up getting the number one seed in the NFC. Weird things happened Week 1, and I just think that it was a weird Week 1 for the AFC. I think all these teams except for the Jets are going to be honestly totally fine at the end of the day. And looking at the NFC, the Cowboys, wow. That defense looked good, huh? Sunday night against the Giants? Man. I mean, when you can rush a quarterback like that, I mean, it's... Mm. It just brings you up a level. I, you can you can win a Super Bowl if you can rush a quarterback like that. Uh, and I mean, it was I, you know a lot of people you know kind of ribbing Daniel Jones and all. It's like what do you expect Daniel Jones to do? He had two defenders in his lap every time he took a snap. I mean, they could not block the Dallas Cowboys all night. It was stunning. It was really a good performance by the Cowboys. And uh, you know, I try not to overreact week one, but you look at that game and you're like, wow. <laughs> Dak didn't even do anything. He didn't have to. He was 147 yards or whatever he was. He'll be fine going forward. He's got a lot of guys to throw to, and Pollard looked good. And and that defense isn't going away. So, yeah, all of a sudden you have to – wherever you had the Cowboys, wherever you thought about them, you probably bump them up a notch because they really, really look good on Sunday night. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, National NFL columnist, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Yeah, the NFC – the power teams that we talked about over the summer, Cowboys, uh, Eagles, i probably put the Niners in front of the Eagles, Lions winning at KC is big even without Jones and Kelsey. You know, New Orleans, an ugly victory. Browns were one of the biggest surprises and what they did, even that's an AFC uh, conversation. And I thought the Packers, uh, how that offense, you know, you, you told me either last week, two weeks ago when we talked, that you thought the Packers would be the biggest challenger to the Lions in the NFC North, and they looked awesome in Week One against the Bears. Yeah, they really did. And you know, all off season, I, what I kept saying was, just because we haven't seen Jordan Love play doesn't mean he's bad. I don't know why everybody just assumed well, the Packers are going away because Jordan Love's terrible. Why? We haven't seen him play. We saw him through eighty passes. What? what, what <laughs> He's not some guy off the street. He's a former first-round pick. And I think that you saw him play well. He's not – look, he's not going to be Aaron Rodgers, but he doesn't have to be. That team can run the ball. The defense looked a lot better than it did last year, but the, the talent we all knew was there. I think Matt LaFleur is a great coach. I really do. I think he's the most underrated guy in the Packers, and the biggest reason I like the Packers is we look at this. He has an unbelievable record. I think if he was had enough games to qualify, he'd have the highest winning percentage of all time or close to it. But we just always just say, oh, is he Coach Aaron Rodgers is not that hard. That's, that's not how that works. I, I think Malifor is a really, really good coach. I think the Lions-Packers, uh, the race for the NFC North is going to be really fun. I, Lions obviously went on the road and got that huge, huge win. Kind of solidified and, and re- reinforced what they were at the end of last year, that, that they're going to be a good team. But I think the Packers showed a lot, too. I mean, it wasn't just beating the Bears, because I don't think the Bears are very good, but to beat them like they did, to just dominate them and and love to look like he did, I think it was a real statement that, hey, the Packers are going to be a lot better than a lot of people figured they would be. And I'll give Stafford and the Rams credit. I didn't see that coming, their domination of Seattle. Yeah. Oh man, that was that was really something. I I thought, all things considered, I mean, fifteen targets to a fifth round rookie, uh, Nakua, uh, Tutu Atwell hadn't done anything. I think he got like ten targets. You look at the guys Matthew Stafford was throwing to on the road against a Seattle team. I, I always going to be good at just how Stafford played and he looked. I thought that was one of the best games of Stafford's career. And I know that's kind of crazy for a guy who has been around a long time and he's got. 
50,000 yards or whatever he's at now. But just watching him play with the cast he had to work with, I thought that that was as good as Stafford is, is going to play in his career. I was really impressed. Happy for him, too. I mean, he's going in his phase of his career where he's got the ring, but he's on this rebuilding team now, and he's in his late 30s. And, you know, it can't be the same kind of juice he had when he was taking the, that Rams team to a Super Bowl. I thought Stafford played great, though. I was really, really happy for him and impressed. That was that was a heck of a performance. Frank Schwab, heck of a performance on air. Yahoo.com, National NFL columnist. Thank you, my man. It was a great week one. Yeah, absolutely. I, I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, back at you. Frank Schwab, check it in.